Uh, we'll start our pod and i'll just start off by saying what's up america welcome to our final podcast of 2020 thank god 2020 we'll leave it behind us and welcome 2021 with everybody we have we have our guest today we have rick joining us today montana's on vacation folks but this will be our last pod for 2020 until the new year and uh we'll definitely talk to you in the new year And with that we're going to get started we're going to talk about uh the stimulus package that's uh been passed the president did sign it and uh, he is looking to uh, increase the uh, the pay, which which really was this stimulus was all about was to help Americans. Supposedly, yeah, yeah, right. One would think. Well, what, I think the total package they talked about the nine hundred billion billion with a B, but I think all in total, like it isn't it like one point three trillion? Two point yeah, with everything else. Two point three trillion. Two point three trillion. That's just. I mean, can anybody get a grip on that? No. Um, yeah, I know. I, I, yeah, you can, I think you can't count. You can't count to a trillion in your lifetime. I think if you just started counting when you're like born, you'll be dead before you got to a trillion. I think when it comes to the actual numbers, people don't realize what that really is a trillion dollars. They really don't. But uh, with that, guys, let's let's talk a little bit about stuff that went in this package prior to them go voting today. I think they're voting today on a 2000, right? Up right. To yeah. Sometime today. Yeah. Should be supposed yeah. to supposedly should be done by the end of the day. Supposedly. Yeah. Okay. Well, I, I find it hard. Well, the only ones that may resist that are the, uh, the real hardcore conservatives that just don't believe in tacking on any more, uh, you know, monies to our grandkids, grandkids, which is what, how long it's going to take to pay back this money. But um, so let's talk about what's in that bill. Um, we know the coronavirus bill was supposedly constructed to help those businesses and individuals that have been laid off due to the virus and the businesses that have been struggling and the ones, the hundred and something thousand, I think, that are out of business and aren't coming back. Mm -hmm. um, the PPE money, they had some money left over from the original CARES Act mm -hmm. that they took that money back in. I forget how many millions that is or billions, maybe. Um, and they incorporated that into this new bill. But the bill itself, let's be honest. I mean, when you look at the line items, you know, I think, I think the thing that it was constructed to help was like last on the list. You know what I mean? It's like $600 to help Americans was like the, the bottom of the line. Everything else, you know, got much, much more money, I think. Um, you know, some of the line items we know about where it's, uh, you know, building a border wall in one of the foreign countries, mm -hmm. also helping Pakistan with, uh, was it gender studies? Gender studies, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, gender studies. And then you got, um, you know, money's here in the United States for places like the Kennedy Center and, and Amtrak. Now, I'll tell you about Amtrak. Amtrak basically is owned and run by, uh, in my opinion, by Biden, right? He's, he used to ride it all the oh, time. Always has. But do you, you know, guys, that, that, that has never made a, Never. It, it's no, it's been in the red since day one. 
And I don't know for the life of me why they continue to fund. If it, you know, I mean, in any business, if you can't make money, you're, you're out of business in like a year or two. And why they're asking the American people to continuously fund something that can't make a profit is beyond me. I don't know why they don't privatize it, or at least get, get some private companies. It's, to go it's, like the, it's like the U.S. Post Office. Exactly. That's another thing, right? How is it that the U.S. Post Office can't turn a profit? You got companies that compete with them, FedEx and UPS, and you got, look what Amazon's done. Amazon technically started their own, their own uh, express business with delivery. With the trucks, yeah, yeah, the little yeah. trucks, yeah. And, and, and they're profitable. So what is it that the United States Post Office is doing wrong? Is it that, like everything else, government agency that the money's going to the people and pensions and things and they can't just get a grip on it. I mean, if that's the case, again, maybe they should talk to UPS and FedEx and say, hey, what are you guys doing that we're not, and you guys are making money and we can't make money? Some, I somebody I know that worked for the post office for many years said a big part of the problem is actually the personnel. Uh, he said the fact that these people are pretty much, you know, civil servants or whatever. They can't get fired. They can't, they can't tell them to do this. They can't tell them to do that. And if their performance is lackluster and it falls behind and everything else, they really, they can't even fire these people or reprimand them. They have to do something so egregious before they're, you know, held, uh, held accountable for anything. And they move at their own place when they feel like moving and that's it. And that's, and then nobody's going to push them. And that's, that's a big problem. You just you just described uh, every government agency. Yeah, mm-hmm. I mean, in the federal government, that's the way it is. That's why the federal government, you know, that's why we paid two hundred dollars for a hammer and you know nine hundred dollars for a toilet seat and you know five dollars for a bolt yep. uh, because of that reason. And uh, you know, I, I witnessed it myself. You know, whereby they don't. You're right, Mike. They don't fire anybody. They just move them. Mm-hmm. So if somebody if somebody doesn't if somebody's doing a terrible job somewhere. I mean, a real terrible job in the private sector, you're given a warning, you're given, you know, a performance review. And then if you don't step up, you're gone. Right. right. Well, in the, go- in the government, they just say, OK, well, you know, so and so is not doing good here. We're just going to put her or he or her over there. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And they just they just keep playing musical chairs and they never really address the problem. And I think and correct me if I'm wrong. I think Donald Trump tried a couple things to address a couple of the unions but again, they're so powerful down here, especially in Washington, D.C. I mean, Washington, D.C., that whole city is, is one big union. Mm-hmm. And, and you know what? The truth of it is, is that until that's addressed, we just, it's going to be the same stuff over and over and over mm-hmm. again. You know, they'll never get to the point of, you know, real performance, real, you know, real, you know, running like a business, you know, in a profit center and, 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 and making things happen. It's just... It's a shame. It's all a matter of accountability. Exactly. Exactly. Amo, what's your? Take? I'd like to see. Me personally, I'd like to see the postal workers put on a um, like a ten ninety nine type of situation where they become private contractors mm-hmm. or owner operators, where their incentive is based on their efficiency. Yeah, I mean that makes total sense. That you know, hey, listen, like I said. You know, talk to FedEx, talk to uh, UPS. How are these guys able to be efficient, you know, with their tracking systems and being able to tell you, you can track your package, you can track your envelope, you know what I mean? And I know the UPS has something like that, but it's not nearly as, 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 as powerful as, 
UPS or FedEx. It's, I mean, it's the way they hire their employees. The way and I have some friends that have you know worked for FedEx and UPS over the years. Right now, there's very few quote unquote full time UPS and FedEx employees. Most of these people are working thirty to thirty five hours, so they skirt the ability to have to you know. Uh, the requirements of being full-time employees. So, and they're, they're, most of them are not salaried. They're on hourly. And so this, this, their whole thing is different. You want to hold on to your job. You, you've got to perform different. And it, it, yeah. it's, it, it, it's a matter of incentives. I mean, it's, well, you know, fortunate, unfortunate, whatever you want to call it. But that is, that is absolutely the case. It's, yeah. They're, they're, they're looked at completely differently. And uh, I know people that have worked for UPS um, uh, for years and are still uh, always worried about the possibility of them getting laid off. Um, there's no rhyme or reason. They just, you know, hey, we don't like what you're doing or you took too many uh, sick days last year or whatever. You're out of here. Right. Can't do that with the post office. No accountability. I mean, if you think if you think straight to the guys who either sort packages, load trucks, things like that, you know, UPS, they they put signs up at the local college now hiring fifteen dollars an hour, twelve, whatever whatever it is. They don't have to pay them benefits. They don't have to do, Mm -hmm. do much. And so they're they're cutting those corners where they can and they're still getting the productivity out of the people. Mm-hmm. You know, they still have bosses who are making sure who are standing over them to make sure yeah, right. all this stuff is happening at, you know, on time. So now fast forward, you, you look at the, the local post office, they have union guys doing every single job, mm-hmm. right? you know? Wow. Yeah. That's uh, yeah. That, uh, that says it all right there. So let's, uh, let's, Swing back to some more of this pork that they put into this uh, stimulus package. Uh, there's there's more pork in this package than Jimmy Dean's sausage package. Mm-hmm. I got to tell you something. It's ridiculous. Um, you know, um, one of the things that they had in there, too, was that we talked about the, uh, we mentioned the Kennedy Center and some of these museums. I guess there were some museums. They wanted to uh, stand up a Latin a Latin museum or a Latin American yeah. museum mm-hmm. or something. I think, I think Mike Lee, correct me if I'm wrong, guys. I think Mike Lee was the one that tried to get it shot down. I think he may have gotten it shot down. I don't know. Uh, I know they put a lot of money into it. It's like 25, I don't know if it was billion I or don't million. Know. I don't know. I'm not sure. But a lot of money. But the, yeah, there was um, money for facilities that are actually closed. Right. Wow. Right. I didn't know that. There was right. money for two new, two new structures, I guess two new museums at the Smithsonian. Yeah, a billion dollars they got, right? The Smithsonian? At yeah. least a billion. Yeah, they got a lot of money. Yeah, it's, uh, and I'll tell you, the federal government owns more real estate than you guys have, have any idea. I mean, there's a lot of these buildings that are, that are empty, too. I mean, they just pay millions of dollars a year just maintenance just to keep them, you know, the floors clean, even though right. nobody's in them. Um, and they're all throughout the whole country. You know, I think they should get out of the real estate business and start selling some of this real estate uh, to companies that could that could actually use the facilities and make you know make good use of them. But I don't know. That's a whole that's a whole other story in itself. But any talk about anything else? Anybody else have any else thing in the stimulus that they want to? Bring I think up? it's 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 just if you go right down the list, it's just the same example over and over again of, of just the waste and where the priorities are. And I, I'm just absolutely amazed 
that anybody um, who supports Nancy Pelosi and her uh, gang of thieves um, can justify the way this the stimulus package is put together. I just I and I and I've seen people doing it. So, oh, she's doing a great job, and it's like. Are you not reading all this? Do you think that this is okay? Or you just figure that this is something we have to absorb in order to get, you know, the means uh, to the end. I'm I'm flabbergasted that people are so brainwashed by Pelosi and her her minions that uh, they they think that this is all okay. one One thing that no one ever wants to talk about, when we add another 2.3 trillion we're, we're just printing money. It's, our money yeah. is being devalued on a daily basis now. With all the, they just throw money away like it's like it's paper money, monopoly mm-hmm. money. Yeah, well, I heard uh, Mark Levin or somebody talking about that, saying that's what China wound up doing like years ago. How easy it was just to print up money and put it in people's hands and think, oh, it's okay, uh, we got money now, not realizing that you know the uh, how to really connect the dots of, of, of how uh, that just doesn't do anything yeah <laughs> well china china is slowly eating our lunch we mm-hmm. know that um thank god for trump he's brought that into the forefront but you know we got a lot of people here that are in our country that represent us that are tied tied to the hip with china too in some ways oh, or both others, sides you know? of the um, yep that's right absolutely and that's why that's why you don't hear the chatter like you should i mean the clamoring against china because a lot of them are in, involved in it, some type of uh, profiteering, sure. um, you know, self-serving stuff. Uh, but uh, I got to tell you something. The stimulus bill is, is it is what it, I mean, they passed it. It is what it is. We're, we're stuck with it now. And um, I forget who it was I heard talking about it. Uh, I forget which state he was from. But he, was, he, he, he nailed it to, right on the head. He said, listen. Um, a lot of this money that they're allocating, I mean, just here in the United States, not even to these foreign countries that shouldn't be getting a dime from us. I mean, really, we, we have our own bills to pay. We have our own country suffering, and we're giving money to all these foreign well, countries. I mean, try to I saw an guys. infographic today that basically showed, you know, the world map. And basically, Europe is getting something like $700 billion out of this whole thing, out of the mm-hmm. initial $900 billion bill. And, mm-hmm. and we're getting, you know, the United States is getting 200 billion and uh, roughly 200 billion. And now now you look at the, the people, right? The working schlub who's getting six hundred dollars for the last six months. Right. What, what the hell is that supposed to do? So basically, you're taking a six hundred dollar advance on a loan that you have to pay like twenty seven hundred dollars right. back for. Right. <laughs> that, that's right. And it's all our money. It's all, it's our, all money. our tax money. That's that's right. That's going to all these other countries. I mean. Where's the logic behind that? There is none. I heard, I, Mike, and I heard your friend Lindsey Graham uh-huh. trying to justify, trying to justify the money to pay. I hate pay. that son of a bitch. <laughs> <laughs> I can't. Don't hold back, oh, Mike. Don't what hold a back. disingenuous <laughs> jerk he is. <laughs> what a jackwad. He, he really is. I mean, it's just, it's shameful. They're, they're just shameful, I tell you. I wish we could get them all out. This new group of Congress people, though, that are coming in, they seem to be real down-to-earth working people, which is what we need to represent us. I mean, enough of these attorneys uh, trying to rep- bad, bad attorneys trying to represent us in Washington. These, this, this new group, and I got to applaud them because they're all going to stand up 
because they'll be sworn in before January 6th. They're going to stand up uh, for the presidential's fight. Uh, you know, when they when it, when Mike Pence has to read the votes, they're going to stand up. This whole group of was 16 of them. They're going to challenge. And I say to myself, where are the rest of the Republicans? You know, we the, the president, the president went out of his way for a lot of these Republicans yep. when they were running to, you know, reelection. He went and he went and campaigned for them. He went and got money for them. And and they're all like they're all got, you know, no way to be found now when it, when he needs them. He gets his I mean, yeah. You know, <laughs> yeah, exactly. That's right. That's right. It's and that you know. Think about that. Well, That's you know, I if if you yeah. remember going back to when we first started doing this pod, however many months ago, that was one of my initial gripes was that I always thought that the Republicans um, were just of the same cloth as the Democrats. They just have a slightly different name uh, and they, they do things slightly differently, but they're all part of this. Yep, they're yep. just as bad. They try to portray themselves as, Oh no, no, we're, we're holding on to the old fashioned values and uh, root American. And they're not, they're absolutely not. They're just as complicit in this as the Democrats. And I hate them even more because at least with the Democrats, you got people like that. And, you know, you got a, a, a jerk like Chuck Schumer, but he stands by what he says. You know, you may hate what he right. says, but he's dedicated to what he says. And then you got somebody like Lindsey Graham or Mitch McConnell, and they put on this one face and they go completely against everything. So they're more disingenuous. I think they're phonies. I think they're liars. And I, I, ha I have just such a level of despising uh, for these people because they they are so disingenuous. It's just, it's unbelievable. Totally. It is. Well, Trump said it and I said it a long time ago too. So you got to give the Democrats mm -hmm. credit because they, oh, absolutely. they lock step. They, they vote, they vote in a block and, and the power has been in numbers for everything. Right. And that's where the, that's where the Republicans are always fractured. They're always, they're always, you know, challenging one another instead of, instead of collectively coming together and say, listen, we're going to make this happen, and all of them vote lockstep. I don't think they've ever voted lockstep no. in anything. And yet the Democrats, you could cite everything that they, for whatever reason, good, bad, or indifferent, mm -hmm. they vote together. They vote, as a, they vote as a team. You know what I mean? So, um, But, folks, listen up. <clears throat> what we want you to do, we want you to do, all you patriots out there, um, is do the country a favor, okay? Because this is not about <clears throat> President Trump anymore. This is about our country. Right. We want you to go out. We want you to go online and Google, uh, you know, the Senate.gov or senators. Just, just Google senators. And find your state senator, whoever it is, whether they're a Democrat or Republican, independent, it doesn't matter. Find out. There's usually two senators to each state. Whatever state you live in, find your senator and go to the email. Go to the email section. And send your senator a little note. Don't have to be elaborate. Don't have to be crazy. It's going to ask for your email and who you are. And don't be afraid to tell them who you are. Because if you're a patriot, just do this. Send them a little note saying to stand by the president, that you know the elections were fraudulent, and to do the right thing. So, again, go out to Google or whatever whatever <coughs> you know search engine you're using, DuckDuckGoGo or whatever, <laughs> Edge, just get out there. And, um, and ask for your senator, find out who your state senator is, go to the contact us section, 
go to email. They're all going to be the same. You can't send them an email, right? You have to fill out this little form online, fill it out with your name, address, the state you're in. And we're asking everybody to do it from the state they're in because if you send, if you, if you send something to a senator out in Montana, the odds are they're not going to pay attention to you because you're not right. a voting person there. But if you're, if you're sending it in as a person of that state, they know that you can, you know, you can, you can challenge them in the primaries. You can start a grassroots campaign and challenge them. So get out there, write a little note to your senator saying, listen, we want you to stand by our president. You know the elections were fraudulent. You know that there's evidence there. Take a look at it. Make it, make them, and then make it known that, listen, if they don't, you're going to be watching them come to primary. So if everybody does that, again, powers in numbers. So do yourself a favor. Take the five or ten minutes and do that, folks. It's going to go a long way because we have to take control. We can't depend on our representatives anymore. So we have to take, we have to take it in our own hands. So do yourself a favor and do that. And we're much appreciated as a patriot. Help this country out. Now, we're going we're gonna, to uh, keep moving along and um, talk about Talk about the uh, the bomb oh, yeah. that took place in, in, uh, in Tennessee this week. Now, there's been a lot of controversy, guys, about you know the, the AT and T. There's no doubt that it was an attack on yeah, AT&T no doubt data center. I mean, no, nobody's going to change my now, mind. Now, you saw that thing that I sent you the other day with the um, the connect the dots, which was yes. Well, you know, they haven't been able to. Somebody said they had an AT and T spokesman saying that. Um, well, no, there was no Dominion voting machines here, you know, that, 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 that. But what they did find out is very, very interesting. The building, the building, the AT&T building is owned by one of the board members or former board members of Dominion. See, now here's, here's the connection right there. So this guy, this capital management company, and the name escapes me right now, but the... He owns the building, his capital management building, and he also was on the board, or still is on the board, of Dominion Voting Machines. So there are oh, yeah. dots there. So don't let anybody tell you that there's no dots between Dominion and um, the AT&T data set. Now, AT&T itself you know, may, not, may not have been the target themselves as a carrier because they could have, they could have hit a Verizon data center, which are all over the place, too. Um, there's many data centers, Microsoft, Google, they got them all over the place. AWS, you know, Amazon Web Services, they all carry all kinds of stuff in their data centers from every single walks of life. But, you know, this was just too coincidental. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Well, you know, the newest spin that, what the newest spin that they're trying to put on it, the guy that they have already labeled there. Uh, Anthony Warner, who was, you know, the supposed nut job. Somehow they were able to put his DNA together in, in less than 24 hours, but whatever. Um, I, wonder, and they said, I wonder how they made the leap from finding human flesh at the scene to mm-hmm. then, well, how did you get to Anthony? Yeah. Right? I mean, yeah. He where, must have had some kind of. Well, he must have been in the database. He must have been in the database for something. And they're trying to say that he was a lone wolf and had 5G paranoia. You blow up a building because you had 5G paranoia? I mean, are you serious? It's part of the the demo. They always Uh, come up with a lone, disgruntled loan. mm -hmm. Okay? Uh, Nothing to see here. Nothing to see here. 
Right. Okay. And how does this guy, I mean, this was a very, very powerful, high-energy explosive. How how can a job like this get his hands on that? You don't walk into Home Depot and get that kind of high-energy explosive. No, exactly. I mean, for the the amount of devastation that that thing did, it's just unbelievable. And, you know, why would the guy put in, if the guy was in the thing on his own, okay, and blew himself up, then why would the warning have been pre-recorded? Right. Wouldn't you just do it live? Yeah. Right then and there? Why, why, why would you have it as a pre-recorded message? That, that, to me, doesn't make sense. If you're in there, if you're in the truck and you can give out the warning, why are you doing it as a pre-recorded thing? If the mic wasn't working? I mean, come on, really. There are too many things about this that, you know, when it first happened, I said, okay, let me look up the address. Let me see what other businesses are in this area. Mm -hmm. The first thing of note that came up, of course, was AT&T, right? Being right there, right? But then as you start to peruse the internet over over the day and over the next couple of days, you start to see several, several really outstanding issues that you start to really question. You start to see the surveillance video that shows the initial flash coming across the street from across the street from the RV, number one. Number, number two, the RV that they picture going down the street has different accent stripes than the one that's in the driveway of this Warner guy. Uh, Warner guy. Right. Okay, so it's not the exact, it's the same model RV, but it's not the exact same RV. If you, do, if you put them side by side and you look at it very, very, very carefully, you notice that the air conditioning unit is different. The... Uh, there's a stripe at the, there's a, there's a third stripe close to the top. Okay. That is not on the initial, on the one that's coming down the street. So you got to check, you got to compare the two. There's a lot of stuff coming out. And they're, they're also saying that this, this data center, this AT&T place was a, not a clearinghouse, but it was, it, I guess you'd say a hub for the NSA pulling yeah. in, pulling information from Georgia. Yes. Right. So think about that. What's going on in Georgia? That's so important right now. You know, so you start to say, wait, you start to scratch your head and say, you know what? I just don't trust anything that's coming out of the mainstream media anymore, nor anything. Honestly, after seeing what's gone on over the last four years, nor anything that's coming from the FBI. No, I agree. Somebody watching the little rascals? Yeah, what? <laughs> well, that's what I think of the whole thing. Wow. That's what I think of the whole thing. There you, know? there you go. Wow. It's a lot of crap. It's a lot of crap. You know, you know, Ammo, you bring up a good point, but remember something. The NSA, the NSA sees yes, everything and hears everything. So they're connected into every single cell phone, every single, any communications. You know, they have it set up where, <clears throat> whereby they can pick up specific uh, language you know, if you say something over the air, uh, yeah, you know, sure. Specific words that the, the, the computers will pick that up and all of a sudden lock into that conversation. The yeah. technology is amazing. And, but the average and all of a sudden you got no guys knocking on that. your door. You got to be kidding. That's right. That's right. Or they're going to listen in yeah. to see if it was a joke or if you're really talking about something serious sure. that they need to keep an eye on. But, uh, yeah, I, I don't know. I don't know. The sad part about it is, guys, we know the FBI has let us down for four years or more than four years with the whole dossier on Trump and the stuff they pulled with that. And, and even now with Ray, we've, we've, we've said Ray's got to go. 
Um, he should have been let go before well, here's, Bar retired. Here's something um, that what I was going to say about Roberts. It turns out I was reading today, and I don't know if this is older information, but it fits right into what you're saying as far as with the FBI, that the 11 FISA judges that signed off on all the warrants and everything else were all recommendations of Judge Roberts. Hmm. Wow. All right. So this is so we're wondering why he hasn't ruled in the president's favor on anything. There's your answer right there. He's He's part of it as well. I think he's just another snake. I think he's just another Democratic snake. Well, Well, it's sad to hear that because uh, he was. Well, one blog I follow. And you can't prove it was this John Roberts, but there is a John Roberts, a John Roberts in the flight log of Epstein's pilot going down to right. the island. Mm-hmm. And in his defense, the picture they put up on the internet is not him with that Jelaine, Jeslaine, whatever her name is. Right. It's actually the other right, guy that right. recently arrested this John Luke when he was a younger man. So there's, you know, the problem, there's so much disinformation going, and I think. Even on our side, right now, because of everything yeah. leading up to this upcoming vote in Washington, I think there's just a ton of disinformation on both sides right now. You don't know what to believe anymore. Right. No, and the yes. fact checkers are full of shit. I mean, you can't believe the fact checkers either because they're tied into these uh, of you know, a lot of these uh, social media giants. You know, so really, you, you hit the nail on the head. You don't know who to believe anymore. You don't know what's true and what's not true. And that, it is sad. You know, you, sad. You, you, you'd like you know? to think you can rely on facts being reported, but how, how can you when your eyes are telling you something completely different from what you're seeing, you know? So, you know, right. you can you can do it anywhere. You can go right. on Twitter. You can go on Facebook. And you can see pictures. Well, again, go back to this RV. You can see pictures of the RV. Yet nobody is asking the obvious question. You know, Ammo, Ammo, go go back to the valises being pulled out from underneath the voting thing yeah. after they told everybody to go home. There's people that are actually challenging yeah. that. Go, oh, that's not real. Yeah, that's yeah. not true. That's totally. Not. I mean, really? You see the people. You see the five five people or four or five people pulling the valises out, then going sitting down at the machine. Yeah. What's not real? Tell balance. me about that. What there is not real? Yeah. 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 Now, what the FBI should have done, and maybe they have, uh, we don't know, but they the next day they should have been down there interviewing those five totally. people. They should have been right in their face saying, listen, this is a federal investigation where we, mm-hmm. you know, for, for voter fraud, and we need everybody's cooperation, and anybody who's not going to cooperate. Isn't it amazing uh, how quickly the they wagon. put the nail in this Nashville bombing thing, right. and they still haven't really addressed this, the voter fraud or Hunter Biden's laptop? The FBI is, is is part of this as much as anybody. Yes, they are. They are. It's just I don't trust the FBI. I, I used to would love to be able to believe in the FBI for what they may or may not have once stood for. At least the illusion was there. But right now they're just as complicit. They're just as complicit. It could just be another distraction. What is it you mm-hmm. say all the time, Pete? Bread and circus. Bread and circus. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know. We're all looking at Nashville and really well, you know, maybe, maybe that going age. on elsewhere that we're not paying attention to right now. Uh, redirect. <laughs> exactly. Redirect. Mm-hmm. One of my favorite exactly. movies. Exactly. 
You know what I mean? Swordfish, redirection. But, you know, maybe that silo, maybe that government agency needs a, a full-blown enema because maybe they got to be stripped down and started again because, like any other agency, when they first were put together, it was for a specific reason. And it seems like they've morphed into something else at this point. You know, we do have all these agencies. Who was it? Trump tried to... Trump tried to collapse a couple of government agencies, not, not the FBI or any law enforcement agencies, but a couple internal agencies. Yeah, like yeah, a few things, yeah. Somebody else, I could be wrong. And, 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 and he did that for efficiency reasons. In other words, like, why are we duplicating? Exactly. Right? And that's the same thing when, when, government, when companies merge, right? When a company merges with another company, the first thing they do is look for efficiencies, they go, oh, we have two procurement departments. We have two HR departments. We right. have two and they merge them. Yeah, get rid of the redundancy. Kind of trim them down exactly. and make them more efficient. Right. And that's what Trump was trying to do. And, of course, he got turned down. Of course, there we go. We go with the unions again that, you know, no one, uh, no one can be touched. And I'll tell you, until they change that, um, we're going to have the big wheel keep on turning, like Tina Turner says. It's just same shit, different day. You know, who was it? Um, that new congressman uh, the fellow in the wheelchair from i think he's from south carolina or north carolina Emma, where's he from the fellow oh the, yeah, the fellow, yeah 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 young, um, youngest i'm trying to remember so you're talking about the gentleman in the wheelchair right uh, yeah uh, is it escapes me yes, at the moment yes i'll tell you his name yes i'll tell you this guy is my new hero guys because he was on television and of course he's standing with trump he says i'm definitely going to challenge every state that had fraudulent elections, and I applaud him for that. But moreover, he says, my number one reason for coming to Congress, and listen up, folks, because we've been waiting for this. There you go, bam. Term Perfect. This guy, Madison Cawthorn. Biggest hero on the planet. <laughs> That's who it is, Madison. And, and if Madison can get the other six, uh, 15 congressmen and women to go along with that, and I believe they will because they have a whole different mindset. They, they really ran for this country. They didn't run for themselves. These people are not politicians. You know what I mean? They're not politicians like they were councilmen before this, and now they run for Congress. These are everyday working people that realize the problems we have, and they want to address them. I, I, you watch these other 15 do the same thing, and I've been saying that for a long time. All we need is a few people to run on that. That's their platform. I'm not going to promise you anything else. I'm not going to promise you lower taxes. I'm not going to promise you a chicken in every pot. I'm going to, I'm Term running limits. for one yep. reason. Term That'd be nice. Because you guys know nothing's going to change. And we got to get it all comes down to out that. Of there. You're right. You're right. And it all comes down to that. Unless you can establish term limits, they will keep voting what is going to keep them in office. Period. Period. Without question, Emma. We, We've said it that the, as soon as they get elected, the first thing they work yeah. on is re-election. Not you, not you, not me, not the people of this country. And to, you got to get these. And you know, it's, it's probably more prevalent with the with the representatives because they have such short term anyway, and you need that two year window to get yourself re-elected. So that's that's even more prevalent with them. Yeah, they should get in there. Listen. Anybody with any, any, any half a brain gets in there, can, can kind of uh, work their way through the system fairly quickly and understand what they're doing there. They're there to uh, legislate, pass bills, right, things like that. You don't need to be a PhD. You don't need to be a bad attorney, which is most of them are. 
and just get in there and just do the right thing, man, and, and fight for what's right. I mean, they can't keep doing this stuff with these 40-pound bills, you know, every now and then jamming them down and having six, mm-hmm. six hours to, to vote on it. I mean, are you kidding me? Listen, if you, the math is there. If you were to read one page a minute, one page a minute, it would take you 24 hours a day. It would take you three and a half days to read mm-hmm. that thing nonstop, no breaks, no nothing, 24 hours a day, three and a half days nonstop. And that's right. The best that these guys can do at that point is assign their staff to it and say, "Okay, you take this section, you take this section, you take this section and try and sift through it as quickly as possible for the bad stuff. That's right. Right. And hope that they sometimes they bury that the the bad information in there so well with wording and everything else. Sometimes you got to even read a line three or four times to say, wait a minute. This is what they really mean here. Yep. This is, you know, it's kind of hidden. Yeah, it's like word salad, you know. Yeah, I'm trying mm-hmm. to find it, you know. You know, we we tried to figure out like who who actually who actually does the writing for this stuff. I mean, we we talked about that about uh, the 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 care. Uh, what was it? Obamacare, right? Obamacare. That bill was even bigger, and she pulled that stuff. You know, we got to pass it before we know what's in it. If if they didn't know what was in it. Who the hell writes it? Basically, I mean, yes, that's true. Yeah. It is the yeah. lobbyist. It's mostly the lobbyist. And each one is, is given a certain section. That's why if you read any of this stuff, sometimes you'll be reading something in a certain way. And then all of a sudden it goes to the next paragraph or something. And it's like you can see how disjointed it is because you have different people writing different sections. Yeah, it's yeah. almost done purposely that way to confuse you. You know, we used to have a we used to have a expression mm-hmm. on Wall Street: "Chaos is cash." Right? Same thing here. You know, what I mean, confusion and disorganization, and you know what? It just right. get so confused they don't know what they, they're talking about or yeah. reading. They just exactly. go, oh, "Better okay, pass it than have to dig through it." Yeah, I mean, you got to be a constitutional attorney, first class, to understand that for that stuff. Unbelievable, dudes. Unbelievable. Well, folks, I'm going to circle back and say that, you know, again, get a hold of your senators. It's not too late. Send that send that note into them, that little that little email. Go to the contact us, find your senator and send it to both of them and tell them that you want them to stand up for what's right. This is not about President Trump. This is not about Vice President Joe Biden. It's about our country. And you know what? We cannot let fraudulent elections continue, continue in this country. Because we all know that it was fraud. And the sad part about it is that the people, the American people, and the courts, the courts, shame on the no. courts, they no. didn't even hear the cases. They, you know, the, every single case that was turned down, which I'm sure you guys That's know, right. was done on a Not on the right. Not mm-hmm. on but again. case. So the courts, the, the courts never even heard the yeah. evidence. Shame on these courts. I mean, listen to the evidence. And then if you want to turn it down, turn it down. But, I mean, even SCOTUS. SCOTUS didn't even want to hear the case. Now, let's see if SCOTUS hears the Pennsylvania case because that's coming back up to them again. Let's see if they have the, the courage to listen to the case. And if they want to turn it down five to four or whatever, right. so be it. But at least they don't the want case. the evidence coming Here's out the to the general public. Because that's the, right. The mainstream media doesn't even report on it. They act as if right. it doesn't even exist. And if it does, if they hear the case, then that evidence will come out and then people will start saying, hey, wait a minute, what's going on here? 
Well, this is a crossroads, 100%. guys. We're at a crossroads in this country. I mean, we, we, have, we have to get to the bottom of this. I mean, and any American that doesn't want to get to the bottom of this, and I don't care what side of the aisle you're on. Now, you know, just, to, just you. to show how disjointed I mean, all the, you can't even connect the dots in this country anymore. You would think with all this going on, there may, you know, uh, some repercussions financially. I'm looking at uh, finances right now. I'm on Yahoo Finance and I'm looking and the Dow is up 260 points. I was saying that stocks rise after Trump signs the virus relief and that the GDP will rise uh, even more after he signed this. So it's like people just seem to be oblivious to everything that's going on in the background. They see what's on the surface, something they can latch on to, and the stocks soar because of it. Nothing with the underlying issues that are continuing yeah. to go on. They're blind to it. La, 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 la. Oh, it looks good. Stock market goes up. Right. And it's a, I'm not complaining about the stock market going up. Right. I mean, well, I like you know, my, stock market. my 401k goes up. But um, uh, it, it just shows how oblivious people are to this. Well, yeah. everybody's on the government dole right now with the checks. I mean, the checks that yeah. are going out, that, that's all your money. You're getting your money back. You're getting your money uh -huh. back. And what Wall Street likes about that is that Wall Street right. means yeah. that, well, if you've got money, you're going to spend it. And if you're going to yeah. spend it, then you know what? The stocks are going to go up. But stocks are a bad barometer you know, right. to, to really understand what's going on in the country. Yeah. I mean, it's it's great that we want it all to go up. We don't want it to go down. Right, exactly. It's for all the wrong reasons. You know, what I mean, if 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 they if they took the money out, if they said nobody's getting any money and no PPP money, you watch the stock crash. Oh, absolutely, come, absolutely, come down like a prom dress. You know, what I mean, it's like ridiculous. It's uh, it's it's unbelievable. And uh, you know, <laughs> I'm sorry, sorry for that comment. Hey. If anybody got offended by that, deal with it. Uh, Anyhow, it is what it is. <laughs> but yeah, the stocks, the stocks, of course, they're going to go up. They, they, they realize everybody's going to get money and they're going to spend money. So that's a good thing for them, you know, but uh, we'll see. We'll see what happens, guys. Mike, you had a couple of things you wanted to talk about, too. Um, Oh, it was um, it, it, it was nothing new about the Epstein thing. It was just it was just showing more of the connecting of the dots between some of the um, different people that, you know, are in, in both both sides of the administration and whatever. And the continuing cover up of the whole Epstein thing It's just like nothing. There was nothing specific that was like, you know, going crazy, like, oh, here's a new bombshell that just, you know, um, came out but it, it, if you really right. it, it, the the story has kind of you know um had its day and 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 whatever and they're not doing much but there's still more stuff being uncovered all the time and again it goes back to the depth of the swamp and how it really is both sides and how the more this goes on uh over the past couple of months i've always kind of felt this way but my my belief has been more intensified over the fact that I don't think there's any real difference between the Republicans and the Democrats any longer. Um, Two sides it, of the same coin. They really they really are. And, and it's just unbelievable. And, you know, I'm, I'm going to hearken back to something and um, uh, and, and believe I'm, I'm not I, I was not a George Wallace supporter during this. But during when Wallace was running for president 
and you had Nixon on one side, and I, 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 was it um, was it Muskie on the other, or maybe McCarthy on the other? George Wallace had um, uh, a um, uh, a campaign button that was shaped like a dime, and and it had both of them on there, and it said, "Not a dime's worth of dis- difference between these two." And it's like, wow, even going back that far. And there really isn't because I, I almost have visions of after, you know, they have their heated debates on the Senate floor, the congressional floor and whatever. Afterwards, after they file out of the chambers and everything else, patting each other on the back going, that looked pretty good, didn't it? Let's go have a bourbon. Yep. So yeah. theatrics. Yep. Yeah, well, you know, I, I still can't believe yeah. how the oh, exactly. by just went away. Because, like, because you know, like, there were uh, people on both sides. If it was just one side, it would be harder. But because it was people involved on both sides of the political arena, of course it's going to get buried. They're just as complicit. They're all horrible. Plus, I think the American, I think we have short attention spans. Mm-hmm. And we get bored real easy. And so yep. when you beat it to death after a while, they don't even want to hear it anymore. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They become desensitized. Yeah. Yeah, there's no doubt about it. Short, short, uh, short attention spans is is saying it mildly for sure. Uh, No, that's what happens, Um, and that's the Democrats. That that's been there in their playbook for years. Is that you know, don't worry about it. Just stall, stall, stall. You know what I mean? And then eventually it'll go away. And 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 it's true. It usually does. And the mainstream media, as we said, isn't picking up on half of these stories, telling the American public really what's going on out there. Uh, it's, it's, it's a downright disgrace. It's a downright disgrace that CNN and places like that, the propaganda they spew, they should not be considered news. They should be considered opinion shows, which is really what they are. Um, but yet people, you know, people tune into them. And the sad part about it is CNN is international. So, you know, you have all the other countries They've been, you know, they've been uh, led to believe that Trump's, you know, Trump's a criminal, Trump's a uh, xenophobist, Trump's a, you know, a, a spy, he's an agent of Russia. I mean, they've been hearing that for four years, uh, you know, all the countries abroad because of these, these lunatics. And they are lunatics. And they, they should be ashamed of themselves. They should be ashamed of themselves. CNN, if Brian Seltzer, what did he say something the other day? You know, we're all, uh, we're all complicit with... Uh, you know, all the mm-hmm. stuff that we've, uh, any of the Trump voters again, you know, and uh, it's, it's just, I, I don't know, I just shake my head and go, it's, it's got to come to a head, guys. I mean, this, we can't continue this. The country is, is completely divided now. And there's no way, you know, we talked about this on our last pod that, you know, they keep talking about Biden wants to bring the country together. You know, on one minute he's saying bring the country together, next minute he's slamming the president for things he does, and, and all his supporters are slamming all the Trump supporters. Yeah, that's a right, good way to bring right. everybody mm-hmm. together for sure. That's a winning strategy. You know, it's, it's I'm not it's, even sure. I don't know. I just don't know what's going to happen. They want us to think we're divided. I think there's, I mean, when you looked at the a map of the election results, there were so many more red counties throughout the United States that were supporting that went Republican, that went red, as compared to the blue. It was only these urban areas where they could manipulate the vote. Um, I don't know. I just, I mean, everybody I talk to, and I don't talk to millions of people, but none of, the, none of them are, are, are for Joe Biden. Well, we all know that. Age, we, you know, they never reported on the fact that in 1988, that's how long this old fart has been around. 
when, mm -hmm. when he ran for president in 1988, he had to withdraw because he was found to be a, a, a plagiarist. That's know? right. Yep. yep. Which, in my opinion, you know, you're a liar. That's you, right. You've been a professional liar your entire political career. And his entire career. Even about his college uh, records, his college records. I graduated this, and I, his places he never was. He was never on Dean's List. I mean, he almost failed and everything else, and nobody calls him on this. I mean, just... Uh, well, I, Well, listen, we know we know the elections were stolen. I mean, and anybody denies that is a fool and have refused to look at the evidence. I mean, those specific counties, those cities uh, and the governors that run those states. I mean, this is a this was a fraudulent election. And, you know, they had the audacity, the audacity to say yeah. Trump stole yeah. the election with the Russians, you know, right. he was in bed with Russia back, you know, four years ago. That that doesn't even doesn't even compare to what we're talking about now. This was stolen by our own people. This was stolen by Americans. You know, I mean, they stole this election. It's so blatant. It's, it, it hits you in the face like a 16-pound sledgehammer. I mean, it's ridiculous. And I don't know how they're going to get around it. I mean, if, if Biden is sworn in, that we're going to have four years of really, really, really trouble because it's going to, you know, there's going to be people that know the election was stolen and are going to refuse. Here's a few where people right. have a legitimate reason to say he's not my well, president. Well, here's, here's one of the problems is that we all know who the real president of the United States is going to be. And what not only am I having a problem with her policies, but the fact that um, you've got someone in there who couldn't even garner one percent of her own party's vote of support during the primaries. So, right. Well, you know what, Mike, you bring up a real good point because think about this. What I'm going to say is all these people, her mm -hmm. and the rest of them, they're all from California. Mm -hmm. All of them, they're all from California, and they're going to oh, absolutely is going to try to run this country. You know, that's the one thing we fear between New York and California. That's the whole electoral college thing. Why why that is so important for the whole country, because if these two states try to control this country, there oh, will I know. be a second civil war. I, I'm not kidding you. And I got me from saying that. But people are not going to tolerate, you know, these nuts out in California trying to control every other place. Thank God for middle America. That's all I have to say is thank God for middle America. Um, we need them and we need everybody to stand up. And again, folks, that's why we need you to write your senators, write your local Congress people or anybody, your governor, and just say, listen, the election was fraudulent. Do the right thing. Stop it. You know, stop. Yeah, this you're right. At least they'll now. know that, hey, these um, people are yeah. watching what we do. Well, that's that's right, Rick. That's why we, we need we need these. We need these elected officials to understand that we are going to be watching. And if they don't do the right thing, we're going to watch. The, we're going to primary them out. We're going to do whatever it takes and to primary them out. And that's all they really care about is being Once and for all. And, you know, mm -hmm. that's it. That, that's why this getting an email out to them is critical. Because then they'll know people are watching and people are listening. You know what I mean? Because they've been... People go about their day to day, every you know, uh, not not being a part of this, and they know that, and they just figure they got their their friends and family that they can uh, talk to, and they can count on their votes. But you know what? If they if they see that other people are listening and watching closely now, and are taking the time to write in to say, "Hey, we're watching you," uh, believe I, me, 
that's how stuff gets changed. I think changed. one good thing that's come out of this is that us, more people now are them. aware of how, or at least to some degree, how the Constitution actually works. I think so many people didn't even pay, you know, they just thought, oh, you pull a lever, that's the end of the story. They didn't realize that, you know, we are a nation of laws, they have a we have a Constitution, and there's a procedure. So at least people are becoming much more aware of that. Absolutely. These four years have taught every American more history and more about our Constitution and our country than I think we have in our lifetime. I know for me, I learned more in the last four years about this country yeah. and our Constitution for, for hell sure. You know what I mean? It's just unbelievable, the education we've got from this guy. And yeah, he's trying to drain the swamp and he's managed to open a kimono and peel back the onion on a lot That's of these right. frauds that we have as elected officials. And you know what? It's, 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 the spotlight is on them now. Spotlight is on them now. And it's up to us as Americans to do the right thing and, and get these frauds out and get people in like this next set of Congress people that really care, that are working people that are going to represent us the way we want to be represented. Tony, did you, did you come up with that but, whole saying, open the kimono? Yes. No, I was just wondering. I never heard it in my life before yeah, until you started using it. It's a good analogy, though. I'll tell you that. I think it's kind of hip. Yeah, it's good. <laughs> Every time that I come up, I come up with these crazy things. So, you know, just just keep listening. I love it. Yeah, I never heard of it. I, I think I'm going to start using that one. <laughs> Absolutely. Listen. You can use all my isms anytime you want. You know what I mean? <laughs> Remember, the chaos is cash is a good one, too. Yes. Because um, that, that, that applies to a lot of stuff. But, folks, listen, we're going uh, to sign off. And thank you for listening. And, again, if you have any questions um, or if you want to give us a message, you can go out to anchor.fm uh, forward slash uh, what's up America and leave us a message. If you have any topics you want us to talk about, by all means, if you have any questions or complaints or anything, you know, we're willing to listen. But if you have any subject matter, we'd love to hear from you. Uh, again, it's anchor.fm forward slash what's up America. <clears throat> and again, folks, take the time. Absolutely. To write your senator. It's not a big deal. It takes five or 10 minutes. Get out there. Just send that little note out saying stand, you know, do the right thing, Senator. Stand with our president. Stand up for this country. You don't even have to mention the president. Say stand up for this country and stop the fraudulent elections. You know what I mean? Just stop it already. And um, with that, we're going to say we hope you had a Merry Christmas. We're going to wish you a happy, happy and healthy New Year. Let's welcome 2021, and let's hope it's much, much better than last year. This was a really tough year for every American, um, 2020, and we're going to say God bless. See you and next we'll year. talk to you in Take the care. future, folks. Okay. Yeah. Have a great one. Bye-bye.